here. No. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Now you got it. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Anybody show. who bets Michigan football in the first week of the season is an idiot. <laughs> Touchdown, J.J. McCarthy. The Wolverines lead it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, 28-time Emmy Award winner Bob Costas. Host of ESPN's First Take, Stephen A. Smith. Bill's linebacker, Vaughn Miller. Coming up from Netflix's Cobra Kai, actor Martin Cove. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Man, if we had a great show already for the first two hours with Bob Costas, Stephen A. Smith, and Von Miller having called into the program. If you missed any of it, it's right here on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, which is for the moment, for the moment in this month where we're migrating to the Roku channel. This is how you can watch us every day right here on our YouTube stream. Almost half a million subscribers. I'm now rounding up. From the almost 460,000. I mean, I just rounded up a lot. You, you rounded up a lot. I, I did what my dad used to do. Is I used to round. He used to round up when it was beneficial to him, my age, and then round down when it was beneficial to him. Right. If I wasn't acting my age, you were almost 12. And I was like 11 and a quarter. And then I asked to do something that was beyond my age. You're, all, you're, you're not even, you're barely 11. <laughs> like, that's what my dad used to do. And it, it caught, I, I caught on after a while. That's a good dad move. I mean, I can't put wait. That in, put that I, in your arsenal. I, I mean, I got it. I can't wait. I can't wait to well, bust I just rounded out. out. I just rounded up to the Rich Eisen Show's benefit. <laughs> uh, Martin Cove is on this program. We are jacked up, man. So, uh, Cobra Kai season five. Season five of the television sequel of the great Karate Kid movies. Um, and, um, you know, our I guess our, our he enters our dojo. Do we say that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Season five of Cobra Kai available for streaming this Friday. Of course, he plays the the uh, the great John Kreese in this movie. You will attempt to sweep the leg. We got a great celebrity true or false for Martin coming up. We'll talk Karate Kid and Cobra Kai and more. But let me a little bit of Rambo. Yeah, absolutely. First Blood yeah. Part Two. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so. First Blood Part Two. That doesn't make sense. It's, it's, it, it, second Blood. Why wouldn't they go Rambo Second Blood? It's second Blood. That had to be a very distinct decision making choice. Don't overthink it. Second blood. Don't Rambo, over th- second don't overthink blood. it. First blood, part, part two. two. Uh-uh. Eh, no, bleeds confusing. again. Huh? Could have been bleeds again. Rambo bleeds again? <laughs> bleeds again. <laughs> Mike, that we, sounds like a bad Herbie the Love Bug movie. We, we, we just throwing it out there. Herbie rides again. Second you can't blood, Rambo I mean, bleeds Rambo. again. TJ, you're awful quiet in this nonsensical conversation. I don't want to add more nonsense to okay. the nonsense. So. Nonsense on top of nonsense. No, I was just thinking, you know, I told you guys that this is my anniversary of leaving Pittsburgh. And I remember awesome. one of the first people I remember seeing, like yes. the first celebrities that was somewhere in the Valley. It had to be early 2000. And that's where Martin Cove drove by me on like Lancashire or something. And I swear like a Trans Am or a Corvette. And I was just like, was that? Yes, it was. It was just one of those times when you first get to town and you see like someone famous and it bugs you out a little bit. And I remember he was one of those. I'll tell those, this story. Just to, I've told this story before and it, it kind of um, dovetails because Martin Cove has been on the Rockford Files. So, um, you know, when Susie was um, doing USC and playing, you know, covering USC and covering the Angels and covering the Lakers and all that. And I was on SportsCenter. I would come out here just to hang out. Uh, while she was working and I would take some time off just to 
continue a long distance relationship. Yeah, come out to the so, coast. Anyway, so she she set me up. She set me up at Bel Air Country Club. Ooh. Oh, fancy. Okay. UCLA connections, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz it's right there in Westwood. Like you tee off the first hole at Bel Air and you're 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 teeing off right into uh into the campus of UCLA. But anyway, I just thought to myself, wow, here I am a Staten Island kid playing at Bel Air Country Club. I had no business, you know, and I got, I was nervous off the first tee and I I I I always slice and I sliced it Right off the first tee into the 18th fairway, okay, which is separated by this line of trees at the time. And so I sliced it, and I just thought to myself as I sliced it into the 18th fairway, I thought to myself, will I see someone famous here? It's what It really crossed my mind as I'm like, is it possible I could run into somebody very famous here? Because I saw the faces of the members on the wall, and I recognized a few of them. I saw Vin Scully on the wall. I'm like, could I see Vin here today? Amazing. So I, 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 I'm on the 18th fairway getting set to play my, my, my golf ball, and all of a sudden, have I told you this story? I think uh, I've told I've you this story. Before, yeah. Whizzing up in a golf cart, whizzing up in a golf cart are Mac Davis <laughs> and James Garner. Okay. Just as I'm thinking to myself, is it possible I could find see someone famous? Mac, Mac Davis, Davis and James Garner. Mac Davis. And James Garner has got a golf ball in between his thumb and his forefinger, and he is angry. And he says to me, is this your golf ball? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, actually, that's my golf ball. I pointed down at my feet in the middle of the fairway. He's playing. And I'm like, that's my golf ball. He goes, all right. Because somebody's playing my effing ball and zooms off. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought to myself, that is the greatest thing ever. I'm wondering, am I going to see someone famous? I not only saw someone famous, I saw two famous people playing golf together. And and he accused me of playing the wrong golf ball, playing his. He was pissed. He was angry. Amazing. That was my like introduction to LA. Was that really? Oh, I knew it was them. <laughs> golf, golf makes you angry, <laughs> especially when you're. Oh my god! I feel for whoever wrongly played Jim Rockford's golf ball. <laughs> wow! Damn, that Jim, was amazing. Jim Rockford's golf ball, two eight. It's too late. It's too late. We gotta. We have to close. We up really shop need to our, narrow this down. By the way. We'll do that over the next week or two. Really Promise you. All right, eight four four two zero four. Rich number to It's a Monday. It's NFL uh, Week One. Uh, it's a Tuesday. My bad. It's, 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 it's the it's first Monday. day of an NFL week. Yeah. All right. Hit it, Chris Brockman. Overreaction Monday slash Tuesday. Hit it, please. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Can we calm down? Tuesday. All right. Very oh. good. Oh, I like it. I like oh. it. Very day specific. I don't want to calm down, to be honest. Hey, let's go news of the day, guys. Let's get right to it. Mitch Trubisky is going to lead the Steelers back to the playoffs. False overreaction. <laughs> overreaction. He's a captain. He's not getting benched. I know. They ha- Look, man, it's a smart move. He's clearly, you know, uh, winning over the locker room or has won over the locker room. We just need to see. This is what's beautiful about the NFL and the NFL season is you never know. Tonight on NFL Network, I will be two seats away from the personification of you never know. In other words, we're skipping right over Mooch and we're landing on Kurt. <laughs> right. All right? So you never know. Mitchell Trubisky has a shot to be a starting quarterback in the NFL once again. Who'd have thunk it? 
after he lands in Buffalo as the only thing that uh, he could land as in the NFL at the point in time, a backup quarterback. So he's a captain. He's going to get a shot. I do not, you know, I hope to be wrong for his sake and the Steelers' sake. Um, I, I just think that is an overreaction, Chris. This is the Bengals' division. And the Steelers are not going to make the playoffs even. I think they could still be above 500. But in this AFC where 10 wins may not even be enough, I think the Steelers don't make the playoffs. I'm even tonight preview putting them out. And you'll see who I put in on NFL Network in, the, in that segment of our season preview show where you have to take one out and put one in. I say that's an overreaction, sir. What's next? How many hours away, TJ? We're like 55 hours yeah, from 54. football. Oh, my gosh. Five. I just can't wait. Bills, Rams, it's SoFi, a Super Bowl preview possible. Yes, sir. But you know what? It's not the defending champs with all the pressure. The Bills have more pressure on them this year than the Rams. False. False. In what way? They're the Super Bowl favorite. The quarterback is the betting favorite for MVP. If you're putting it right here, more pressure on them than the Rams, yes, that's true. I don't think they've got a lot of pressure on them. I think they're going to handle it very well. Do you just think pressure doesn't exist? You don't think Aaron Rodgers has pressure? No pressure on Dak, the Bills. What is going on? Dak called it privilege last week. Earlier in hour number two, I asked Vaughn about that pressure. He said the same thing. Should we just do the graphic? The uh, The Bills have all the privilege on them this year? They're the favorite in everything. What have they won? Nothing. I just think, how about this? Of course there's pressure on them. The level of expectation for the Bills is its highest since the 90s. Crazy. Okay, since the dynastic run, and that was a dynastic run of the 90s. I think they're going to just handle it. I don't think you're going to sit there and go, uh-oh, we can't handle it. In the middle of the third quarter, everyone expects us to win. Look at that scoreboard. They're so talented. They're so good. I think it's going to be an overreaction of even a conversation of pressure for them. That they're going to at all this season. I think that they're going to perform so well. We won't even talk about the pressure on them. Let's revisit in January if they have to wind up in Kansas City again. Let's talk about that then. Yeah, they better have put a a pin in it for the moment. I say that's an overreaction. What's next? Okay, Uh, I saw a great headline today about uh, about Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. The ball's flying out of his hand. He's a leader. He's doing this. He's doing that. Spotting dimes. Oh my gosh, Baker's going to have the Panthers in the playoff hunt all year long. I think so. I think so. I think, again, it's your burning question for, for Carolina a couple days ago was about Matt Rule's hot seat. It's McCaffrey's health. End of story. Well, we know he's going to be healthy for week one. Yeah, I guess. Let's just make sure he just that, he's in bubble wrap walking around his house or in the Culpo residence, wherever he might be. Uh, honestly, um, that's it. Him coming out of college, it was don't draft him top 10. He's a piece of Stanford Tiffany, piece of Stanford China that can easily break. And he can't run between the tackles. And then his first couple years, he said, I'll show you. And then the last two years have been a disaster of him unable to stay healthy. Soft tissue all over the place. That's what it's about. But yeah, I think Baker has the stuff, if healthy and protected, with DJ Moore and the uh, the McAdoo menu sheet, uh, we we might. I'll 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 say that's not an overreaction. I do like Baker and Carolina quite a bit. What's next? Let's stay in that division. Yes, sir. Uh, Bucks offensive line in injury issues, notwithstanding. No Gronk, uh, no Antonio Brown. Uh, Russell Gage banged up. Uh, but Todd Bowles thinks Julio Jones has many ge- good years left. 
Julio Jones is a key to the Bucks. Offense. I don't think he's a key. I think that if he does perform similarly over the next two years, it's not going to be make or break for for the um, for the Bucks. But him showing up like he did in Atlanta would be immensely, immensely helpful. So uh, I I will keep an eye on that. I'll put a pin in it. But for the moment, I don't think he has to do that. I think Russell Gage is. The guy, I've been saying it since he signed there, that it's the most successful under-the-radar signing, uh, possibly successful under-the-radar signing of the entire NFL in the hell-going-on month of March. So, but man, if he shows up and starts balling out, has a 100-yard game here and there and uh, other places, and suddenly it's Godwin Evans and Jones and Gage? Oh, baby. Good Lord, and Gage is right. You know, warp factor five. What else? Uh, let's go to college now, guys. They won this weekend by a combined like 8,000 to three, it seems like. We're headed for another Alabama-Georgia no, title game. No. I know the Ohio State fans will raise their hands and say, well, don't forget about us. You know, and my, my team looked really good, too. Um, and a handful of teams did as well. But, I mean, come on. Let's see what A&M has to say. Did you see Texas? We're uh, going to find out. Texas is going to put the Alabama band in the rafters, and the Alabama band, like, it's like they were not coming or something like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I shouldn't say things that I didn't completely read. I just glanced at on my Twitter feed over the weekend. But there we get Jordan Love's uh, parents' Jordan, seats. I think they are. <laughs> so they're not coming. <laughs> yeah. McConaughey's <laughs> like, put them in the rafters. Uh, I, I, I don't know how you can say otherwise. Yeah, just beat that. All right, here's a super overreaction Brian Kelly. One and done at LSU. That's absurd. <laughs> what is with the Brian Kelly hate, man? What is with it? Did the pile on the Twitter pile on was just intense? I think the fake accent, the weird dancing with recruit videos, Notre Dame. And, and just peace out Notre Dame. I don't know, man. What, what? What do you begrudge this man who wants to maybe go to a spot where he doesn't have a provost telling him ninety percent of the time you can't sign that kid? Seeing what it feels like to be on the other side, the SEC side of things. I mean, after all that time successfully showing that Notre Dame's just a stepping stone job, you know? I think the accent thing for me is... Is that what it was? He's from New England. He's not one and done, man. He's not one and done. (laughs) I mean, even Coach O got more time, man. Come on. Not that much long after winning a title. Come on. All right, last one. Uh... Just start the extended college playoffs now. Like, what are we waiting for? Yeah, I know. Like, what I, are we doing? Because it's the TV. I don't think TV's ready yet. I don't know. It's not hard to fix this. Like, let's go. Not even this year. Maybe just next year. Wait, we're going to wait till 2026? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess to, to put it all together, maybe we knew it, we do need those extra games to tenderize Georgia and Alabama. Maybe somebody could pick them off. Maybe maybe some Cinderella can go into uh, in between the hedges or Tuscaloosa because I guess... They're going to get home games. Right? Well, the top, well, the two, first round, top two teams get buys. Right. And then... Not, and then the, then the, well, the top, top four well, get buys. And then the, those four the highest eight, seeds right. get home games. Right. I think that's Which the is going to be amazing. Like, let's just get right to it. I, I know. I As you know, preparations must be made. Gus Johnson or or Chris Fowler's schedule has to be cleared. I I'm with you. I like Joe Tessa's call, by the way, for college. He's he, the, dude. He does a great job. Little little shot of Tessa tour is always great. It's a great job. Okay, very good. Good overreaction All Tuesday. Right, we're back. We're back. <laughs>
Where were we? Uh, we've we've literally done overreaction Monday every Monday. Keep it going. Why not? It never stops. Dude, it's a football season. <laughs> I got hot takes everywhere. What's it going to be like when there's nine at one o'clock games at once on Sunday? Nine. I'm going to have nine, nine TVs a- going at my house. Nine NFL <laughs> games start at once on Sunday. By the way, that's after Ugh. the Bills and Rams play. I need to hire a babysitter. That's I can't after that college team. Saturday. No, no, all that's in preparation. Yes, look at the number of one o'clock to games up playing there. that night. Dude, nine one o'clock games. Nine. Jeez, we're going to have to get to this at some point over the week. Of course we will. We've got three more days. I'm just fired up. I, you know, this is, well, I, love, I love doing shows like this. I love it. I love in-studio guests. <laughs> I love pop culture and sports. I love having Bob Costas, you love Stephen A. Smith, and I love having Von Miller on the same schedule as our next guest about to come out here to talk about Cobra Kai and Karate Kid and First, First Blood Part 2. First blood. Okay, part two. we got a celebrity, true or false, and I do believe he has agreed to do what we've asked him to do is, no is to deliver hot takes. <laughs> Martin Cove's NFL hot takes coming up. Entering our dojo when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, Sensei. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Season 5 of Cobra Kai is back on Netflix starting this very Friday. What was it like? Who called you to say, would you like to reprise your role from the Karate Kid series? Walk me through getting that call. Well, all three writers, and I was in touch with Josh Heald, one of the three writers. They had gotten Billy and Ralph, Mm -hmm. and I was interested in doing it. And we had, you know, we had, I think it was dinner here at Dantana's, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I was interested in doing it, but I did not want to do it in the one-dimensional framework mm-hmm. of John Kreese mm-hmm. in Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. Just tough ice, mm-hmm. you know? 
And I, I said, can we write him with more vulnerability, with more texture emotionally? And they said, yeah, we're interested in doing that. So they'd done it a little bit with, you know, with the flashbacks and all. And my son was actually in the first flashback. He played a bully that you think is me, but mm -hmm. he isn't. He's bullying me at 1965 circa mm -hmm. in a flashback in a diner scene. But the bottom line was each season they've come up with more of a backstory that I, I, I backstory everything. Mm -hmm. So I, I write a lot of lines in between the lines of the script and I create a fantasy, a background, and every one of my notes, working with mercenaries, working with army rangers, that I tried to give them each season, mm -hmm. they were a year and a half ahead of me. They just knew everything. They had the same same plans for my character as I did. Well, that's the beauty of television, right? Is that you can, you can plan ahead, obviously, if you're fortunate enough to get renewed, and then... The minute this hit, it was just it was on YouTube to start, and obviously yeah. you came towards the end of the the first season. But the the the, the ferocity of the 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 fan base love for the return because of because of the stuff that you're talking about. It wasn't just cookie cutter one note re reprising of the characters from thirty years before. It was an actual deep dive into psyches and yeah. relationships and real life stuff. It was really neat. The, you know, they, it came at a right time mm -hmm. because it was the highest rated show YouTube ever had. Right. And they left the writers alone to create. Yes. They didn't hold them, which many, when I did Cagney and Lacey, it, you had six years and you had constant people trying to reinvent things rather than stick to current events that Barney Rosenzweig insisted as the creator of the show. Right. He insisted we stick to the events of the New York Times and then we'll just write scripts about that. Well, nowadays you can't really do that. You get a lot of interference and YouTube let us go. And then they, it was all, it's all in the writing. And I find out if I go through you know, conventions, I always ask people, why do you watch the show? Why is it so important to you? And it's basically because the parents wanted the kids to watch Cobra Kai movies. The, um, the rather Karate Kid movie. Oh, I showed it to my, I've got uh, a 13 year old, well, at the time, 13, 11, and, uh, or 10 and 8. We showed it to him. We showed it to him. And they've. After they started watching no, Cobra no, Kai? No, 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 before, before. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we just, they had no idea what Cobra Kai was at all. Um, and we just said, you know what? Let's show a movie that. We said, let's show a movie with the one we were kids. And of course, they immediately said, you know, no way. Of course not. Of course. Immediately, no. We don't want to watch right. something that's old. And I'm like, it's actually outstanding. And they ate it up, Martin. They yeah. ate it up. It was amazing. Kids well, did it. You got it's lucky that you were able to do it first. Yes. Most of the parents asked the kids, and the kids said, no, no, no. I don't want to watch what you watched. You right. Know? right. And then they watched Cobra Kai with the kids. Yes. And then the kids say, you know that movie you were talking about? Yeah, let's watch you know? it. Let, show me. Show me that movie. Show right. So the adults, this is a story related to me so many times. They'll show them Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. Mm -hmm. And the, everybody's hooked. And what it creates is a family show that you and I watched as Ed Sullivan. When Ed Sullivan came on, it became a family show. Sure. And we'd get around Sunday nights and watch it. There was always something for someone. Now that's Cobra Kai now. There's always something for someone. Whether you're six, sixteen, I get I get occasionally cameos requesting not only from bar mitzvahs for kids, <laughs> or 
or, or priests saying this, we really want you to do a pep talk for someone because we're having an auction in the congregation. And sure. We want a John Kreese pep talk. Yeah. But I get stuff of people turning 60 and 70 who are fans of the show. Of course. So it's like, it's a little phenomenon. And Billy and Ralph and I don't look that much different than, you know, yeah. knock on wood, you know. Uh, so it's like the parents are watching what they watched when they were 16. And the kids are just enamored with everything else. Cobra Kai, again, season five is coming to Netflix starting on this Friday. Uh, we've got a game we ha- uh, here that we play called Celebrity True or False, where we ask about your filmography, your television story, as well as your career. And that's out there on the <laughs> I'll internet. I'll never work see, again after I do you know, this, Just to right? see what's true or false. Let's hit it. Martin Cove, Celebrity True or False. Hit it, please. Hit it. Celebrity True or False. You can't handle the truth. See, we have we, we have window dressing and uh, and, and uh, production value for you right there. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I know you're blown away. First things first up. <laughs> first things first up. True or false? False. Martin Cove. You were encouraged to stay in acting by none other than Sean Connery, who later became tennis buddies with you. Is that true or false? It's true. Okay. What? What? Were you on the fence? And Sean, how did you come across Sean Connery? Sean Connery. I was a stand-in in a, in 1972 when I was still acting in New York mm-hmm. for a movie called The Anderson Tapes, and it was oh. like a glorified extra. You just stand there, you listen to Sidney Lumet direct, yeah. you watch, you know, Mar- you watch Sean interact with Martin Balsam and all these other people, and I learned one thing: I learned how to listen okay. by watching Sean Connery. Then. Probably 15 years later, I've, I've, I've done Karate Kid. I'm a little more established. And I bump into him on a tennis court. And I say, you want to hit the ball? And I said to him, do you remember me? I was just standing. He says, no. Nope. <laughs> he said, no. Nope. You know, I see, he said, but do you want to hit the ball? And I right. said, sure. And I, we're hitting the ball, and he was terrible. He wasn't hitting well. He had a back problem. Oh, boy. And he was cursing. But he was cursing, which I can't say here on yes. the show. But he was cursing so much like we do as teenagers, and I'm cracking up hysterical because I'm saying on the other side of the court, I'm playing tennis with James Bond, and he's cursing just like I do, you know? And I just, I'm dying. I couldn't, I couldn't hit the ball back either because I was laughing so right. hard. And then we became friends, you know? And yeah, so what they're referring to is I asked him, because I was accepted to a, a, a classical repertory company, mm-hmm. and I was accepted also to the NYU School of the Arts Yes, at the same time. And it would have been the fifth year of college, and I said, I, pro, I posed the question, do I, do I take, go back to school or do this? And um, he said, young man, if you can do Antigone, you can do anything, <laughs> which means go work with the repertory company sure. and forget about school. And I did. And you did that. I did that. And so after the Anderson tapes, you started getting some gigs here in town with the what the Rockford Files, right? You were on the well, Rockford I, Files. That was what? in New York. Okay. I was there. And I came here, and I guess in the first year I was here, I got a lot of those guest stars, like mm-hmm. in the Rockford Files, like eight TV shows and three movies. Because you told a story off camera here. You you knew James Garner offset, right? Yeah. And did you go to a sporting event with him or something like that? We what went did? to. Um, we had the same uh, orthopedic doctor, uh, Robert Rosenfeld, who ran with the Raiders. Okay. And he took us to all the games, and we went on the field and with the passes and heard all the hits and the bangs. Up and, in Oakland you're talking about? Yeah, or both. Okay. Oakland and, and, and L.A. And L.A. They played in L.A. a couple of times. Then they right. were still the Oakland Raiders. Right. 
And um, it was fantastic. I mean, I w- as a New Yorker, I didn't root for the Giants or the Jets. So this was my first experience, and I loved it. And I was a soccer goalie because mm-hmm. I wanted to play football. But none of the schools... None of the schools had football teams that I went to. So ultimately, I just lived vicariously through these players. What's it like going to a football game with James Garner? What was that like? He must have been like a rock star. He's like, a lot right? of fun. I mean, but I love James Garner and Maverick. Yes, you know, sure. I was, you know, that was the year, that was the period of time where there were 35 Westerns on primetime TV in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And Maverick was my favorite. Sure. And we talked about it, and we talked about the Americanization of Emily we talked about a whole bunch of, we talked about The Great Escape, you know. Oh, what a great movie that is. I mean, we talked about great films, of course. you know. And th- that's the greatest thing working with, like when I worked with James Co- Coburn, mm-hmm. it was his last movie, and I just talked about Magnificent Seven, and I just talked about also The Great Escape with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, an iconic actor. Mm-hmm. And I, I just have a good time, and I... Even with Charles Bronson, we talked about so much. Charles Bronson surprised me. His favorite show mm-hmm. was Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but no, you know, but I, I, mean, I, I laughed. Mean, I, mean, <laughs> I was in a, was I he was, a Sharon Glass fan. Is that what you're talking about? That was or? it. Sharon Glass, Tyne Daly. Yes, of course. I'm at a, I'm at an event. You know, after doing what I do, <laughs> White Buffalo, 1976. Yes. Then I didn't see him till 1989. Yeah. I'm at a black tie event. I walk up to him and I say, "Hey, Charlie, you remember me from mm-hmm. the White Buffalo?" Mm-hmm. And he says, "He says, oh yeah, you're still doing that series with them girls." <laughs> <laughs> and I say, "You watch Cagney and Lacey?" And Charlie says, "My favorite show." Go figure. Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> Martin Cove here, celebrity, true or false, rolling on. All right, let's get to uh, some Karate Kid questions. Your role of John Kreese, true or false, others considered for it, Kurt Russell, Jeff Bridges, Harvey Keitel, Leonard Nimoy, and Christopher Walken. Is that oh, true? No. Does it, That's not true? No. No. I mean, okay. that might have been true behind doors that I never knew. The, the actors I knew... Mm-hmm. You know, they were contemplating Toshiro Mufumi. Mm-hmm. They were contemplating Chuck Norris. Toshiro Mufumi, they were thinking about him for Miyagi, mm-hmm. but he also could have been the teacher. But they, his whole group didn't speak enough English. He had a massive entourage. And John Avelson told me the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but, they, you know, he didn't speak English well enough uh, either to play Kreese or Miyagi. Mm-hmm. But none of those other actors were mentioned. I think it was... Um, uh, John Glover was mentioned. But Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chuck Norris. Man. Yeah, it would have been interesting. It would have been definitely interesting, but obviously you were were John Kreese, man. You still are today. I don't know. You know, it's just, it it, it was pretty crazy because I never thought of that character as being any more than another heavy. It was a couple of weeks' work, and and none of us liked even the the title that's the we actually that was one of the 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 questions here and uh, let's get into that true or false now you just said it's true the cast universally hated the karate kids film title that they, they you hated it they felt like it was like a bruce lee movie and you know but bruce nothing wrong with the bruce lee movie sure, i mean but, i love into the dragon and, sure but the bottom line is it you know we weren't like that this was um nobody i expected the success of this film you know you, you look at Casablanca, you look at Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, you see it once, bam. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the dailies, you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be terrific. No one really knew 
And I would hear the story from Jerry Weintraub and John until they went to the screening. I think it was in Westwood. And they went to a screening and everybody went wild at the end of the movie. And you get chills. Yeah. You know, Ralph and I once were at a convention and we watched the end of the movie from behind the screen. Mm-hmm. And 2,000 people were in front. So we watched the ending and we still got chills. This is a year ago. You know. Really? Yeah. yeah. And because it's one of those movies... It's a phenomenon. It means, and I have this discussion with Robert Kamen, the writer. He thinks the success is based on Ralph's chemistry with Miyagi. To me, the success of that film is the writing, just like Cobra Kai. Wax on, wax off, no mercy, sweep the leg, Mm. mercies for the weak, the force be with you, play it again, Sam. These lines come from great literature that was that were good scripts and made terrific movies. Well, a part of me, because I've thought about it too, having seen it so many times, Martin Cove here on The Rich Eisen Show. I, I, so many people have been bullied in their lives. So many people have, you know, um, maybe from a single parent household or moved across the country and, and were desperate to seek a moment where they can get a toehold in life and and turn things around or be successful or be loved, you know? And that story, along with Miyagi um, coming in where he did, I, I, that's what it is. And, and obviously you and your character and Billy Zabka's character standing in the way, it's kind of classic. That's, it's, it's a classic tale, but told in a way that I'd, I'd never seen before, you know? So I've, I've got an interesting question for you here, too, because we have this conversation is it a sports movie? Do you consider The Karate Kid a sports movie? In the same way where, you know, obviously, when you say sports movies, we think of the like natural, Major right? League, yeah, the natural Hoosiers. Right. Like That's, like that. Do you consider The Karate Kid a sports movie, Martin Cove? I, I, you know, they did something in ESPN once, um, and they had a list of all the sports movies, and we were on this disc. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't. I, I actually consider this, it, you know... Karate, the, the value of karate is discipline. Mm-hmm. What it does for your focus in life is, is uh, you, you can't even discuss it because it's also personal. So when you master and become a, a black belt, you have mastered enough discipline and focus to assist in your life for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's the value of it. I don't think that... Learning to kick, the, the, you know, the kick at the end, this crane kick, is a totally illegal kick. It doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it doesn't exist. I mean, Billy is the karate kid, not Ralph Macchio, you okay. know? <laughs> sure. And I've said this for 30 years. But nobody, except after 10 years of the movie being in release, yes. realized that that kick was a fantasy. There was no such kick as the crane kick. And then, then but for 10 years, Bill, you know, the Karate Kid has been Ralph Macho. Sure. But the bottom line is it's not about kicks. It's not about crescent kicks and punches and me going through the window with my real fist. It's not about that. It's all about the heart. And that's what that movie's about. And when I ask people why you like Karate Kid, and they all tell me the same thing. Mm-hmm. I identified with it because... My father was in the military and we traveled a lot yes. or because I got bullied in high school or because I had a, a romance that just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And that was with the three elements that always allowed them to identify with Ralph. 
you know, with the story. And so to me, it's, it's not a sports movie. It's this, this Casablanca sports movie. Really, you know, we, we avoid the Nazis and all that stuff. Right. It's, no, it's about, it's a movie about the heart and tenacity. Martin Cove here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, sir, uh, I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind channeling your inner John Kreese for a fun segment <laughs> that we hope uh, everyone will agree. We all thought, you know, if the NFL season is, is upon us, um, it starts Thursday night right here in Los Angeles. Um, and I'm wondering, we've, we've, we've written out some um, hot takes, some NFL hot takes from you. The camera's right there, and you, know, you can read it and deliver it however you can. Uh, Martin Cove, as John Kreese, NFL hot takes. Would you mind doing this for us right now? Now, this is my favorite team, so I'm going to do it first out of order. Okay, you can do whatever you wish. Uh, but first things first, we've got the music. Okay. <laughs> John, here's Martin Cove, John Kreese, with NFL hot takes. Go for it. Everyone thinks the Dallas Cowboys aren't as good as last year, or any year, when they've won it all. But guess what? Dak is back. Zeke can eat. And their all-world rookie, Micah Parson, is now a grown lion roaring in the turf. I say the Dallas Cowboys will sweep the leg and finally win the Super Bowl. Okay. Yes, Sensei. That's, that's, that's just, thank you, Sensei. Okay, here's the, uh, the uh, second hot take. Martin Cove's... John Kreese, NFL hot take. Pain has sadly existed in Miami ever since Dan Marino left the Dolphins. But not anymore. It's time for the new Cobra Kai in South Florida to raise with the greatest accuracy ever seen on the football field. He will finish in the top three as an MVP voter. And his name is Tua. <laughs> Yes, Sensei. Okay. We have one more Martin Cove hot take for the 2022 season as John Kreese. You have the floor, sir. So, the youngster in San Francisco still has his old Sensei on the team. And the whole football world suddenly has no mercy for Trey Lance. Well, I say, Jimmy G will start no games. No games for the 49ers this year. And Trey Lance will help his team rule the NFC, the NFC West Dojo. Yes, Sensei. NFL hot takes from Martin Cove. That's a winner. His favorite team. Did you hear that, by the, the Cowboys, way? Cowboys, your favorite team, huh? How about Cowboys. that? Cowboys, I, you know, the Cowboys, I, I used to watch when, when I was the Raider fan and then they weren't playing and I would watch great quarterbacks, just teams. I would watch Dan Marino. Sure. I would watch Joe Montana. And I wasn't a fan of their teams, but I, and I, I, you know, so very much like watching in those days, you know, Stahlback and, and, you know. Um, Aikman later on. Yeah, Troy Aikman later on. I mean, there was so much going on, mm -hmm. so much hot football mm -hmm. that, and then I became, you know, eventually I, I, the Raiders hadn't gotten a quarterback in a long time and I got tired of losing. I understand. You know, so I so popped over to the Cowboys. And I'm going to go to a game this year and just go down there because 
it's just uh, it's a good organization. I can hear you. And so I guess your hot take's not so hot. You really believe the Cowboys are going to win it all? Yeah. So, okay. Very good. I agree. All right. You got you. I know you want to ask Martin one question well, before we, he goes. We just we just need one crazy you know Stallone story from from Rambo. What do you got? You got anything? Stallone story from Rambo. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> I got a good one. It won't incriminate me. It's good. <laughs> all right. So we're at a disco. I think Carl. By the way, that's it. That's it. That's a great way to start. Honestly, if we could have scripted it, you would have started it that way. I didn't mean to stop you. Okay, sorry, Martin Cove. You have, you, you got the. So you went Stallone at a disco. Well, no, we're okay. at a disco with the security guys, and I think it's Carlos and Charlie's. I think that was what it was in Acapulco, because that's where we shot. It's getting better. Okay. And and this is good. This is good. And. Whenever the girls would come up to Sly and they'd ask him, one girl would come up and say, you know, would you like to dance? And he would say no. And then another girl would say, you know, they'd come up to him and, and you know, he, if he said yes, he'd be in trouble. Sure. So he most of the time would say no. Well, in this case, I was sitting with him and a guy came up and said, what's the matter? You too good to dance with my girl? Mm. <laughs> so all of a sudden... All of a sudden, there's a fight, and it's like we're all fighting, and we're all fighting. We're all fighting, <laughs> like an actual fight, like a fight, like a fight. And yeah, this guy threw Acapulco a punch. Disco. He, he threw a punch in Acapulco. It's not even good to get into a fight in Acapulco Disco, <laughs> Mexico. But the bottom line is, the greatest story is that they had to lift Sly up, mm-hmm. like like as if you're watching Bruce Springsteen in a concert sure, where, yeah, yeah. where he gets handled. Crowd surfing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, they lifted him up, these security guys, and took him out of, of the club. We all had to leave the club. To me, it was hysterical because, you know, we would have stayed there and fought because that's just what we do. First blood. <laughs> a lot of blood. It's just what we do. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. Oh, my God. So, did you get the story you that, wanted? That's a great story. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stories. That's like... Doesn't incriminate me. That's great. That's, it. That's, right. That's the story we were hoping for. That's it. <laughs> Season five of Cobra Kai can be checked out uh, for streaming this very Friday on Netflix. Martin Cove, thank you for coming on. Oh, this my is a blast. pleasure. Thanks a for your hot fun. takes. Thanks for your hot takes. Appreciate it. All righty. That's Martin Cove, everybody. Follow him on at Martin Cove on Twitter and Instagram. We're back to wrap up the show in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O O O. O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Martin Cove has just left the building. Martin Cove's hot takes, I think, went well. I think it went well. Um, The Cowboys are going to sweep the leg. I mean, apparently so. People were asking if I wrote that. I didn't write that. No. That's a Martin Martin Cove spot. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Rich wrote him up. It was great. Yep. Came out awesome. Also, Martin Cove, uh, Mount Rushmore, Hollywood butt chins. I think so. And... um, I don't know how many of the before you go, give me one story answers could oh top God. that. That's a top five. <laughs> oh, so yes. we're in a disco. <laughs> Tell me about a great give me a slide story. So, so we're in a disco. We're running, okay. we're running in Acapulco. I mean, that's literally a mad lib. We would have written in disco and Me- Acapulco. We're running, we're running long. He, he's got to go. He's got to go. Well, we got to hear. We got to go. We got to hear something about Rambo. Home run. Somebody upset that Stallone won't dance with any women, including his own. What are you too good? You too good? You won't dance with my too woman? Too good to dance with my girl? Right. With my like? Okay, that's think, odd. And then they start throwing down. Do you think Fighting. the guy did the, a Stallone impersonation to Stallone, and that started the hand? No, throw? I just think that you know. Why would you start a fight with Rambo? Yeah, exactly. What or Rocky. Or, or Rocky. Exactly. What what we do? Do? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I mean, unless Carl Weathers is weak. And by the by way, way, by the Martin way, Cole is 76. He could kick all of our asses yes. right now. <laughs> exactly. We That's got, we in the last couple of months on this program, dynamite Stallone stories from Martin Cove and Henry Winkler. Yes. Fact. All that's left is... The man himself. Yeah. <laughs> Getting Stallone in. He has been invited through my pediatrician, my old pediatrician, I might add. Dr. Vinny Boombox? Awesome. Uh, not Dr. definitely Vinny not. Not Vincent Boombox. That's right. Uh, Stallone does fight parties at his house. We could just go with Glazer Let's go. one day. Yeah, that is true. Sideline Mike in Atlanta is going to have the last word on today's show. What's up, Sideline Mike? What's going on? I have missed you guys. Right back at you. DJ. What's up, Mike? Mike. Mike. Hey, man. You, you saw, did you watch the game Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I watched the game Saturday. Brockman was there. I was at so- the game, Mike. Hey, 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 Brock, you had a blast, didn't you? Oh, I had a great time. <laughs> you should remember it. And they, co- and, and they covered. Georgia's covered in, in more covered. top 15 games than anybody. But look. Georgia, hey, sideline Mike, Georgia didn't just cover. They smothered. They did it all. Hey, 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 they scattered, smothered, and That's a chesty move. Chesty move. Chesty move. Chesty move. Mariota and Mariota will be out by game eight. And Mr. Ritter going to take it the rest of the way. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next week. There you go. Bye-bye. All right, Thank Mike. you very much. <laughs> Michigan just moved into the top five in the Associated Press. Number four. So 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 is it? It's, Clemson it's wins two. and goes down. So it's, it's Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan? Yep. Clemson, that's your top five. There you go. Hey, at least Michigan and Ohio State are scheduled to play each other. Unlike Alabama and and, uh, and Georgia, let's just Wait, well, Rich, not schedule each other. They will play each other. Oh my god! 
Sound like Jerry Jones. In the SEC championship They're going to be back game. to the playoffs. I didn't know. I didn't know. Probably the national championship October game. October 8th, really. Texas A&M and Alabama. That's the apple cart that could be the upsetter. And make Mr. Desmond Howard look sage. Yeah, a lot of UT fans are saying, hold on, wait till next week. Alabama, Texas? Alabama's a three-touchdown favorite oh. next week. Oh, my God. See, Quinn Ewers got his car towed during the game. Did he really? I didn't <laughs> see that. He's the starting quarterback. He's I getting his that. car towed. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. How's that even possible? I have no idea. I missed Arch that. Arch Manning looked good on Friday night, Bro, though, TJ. I text you, you that. You see some of those highlights making the rounds? Mm. Arch Manning the, dropping dimes. I'm going to be on the boat sooner than later. I'm just <laughs> telling you. Okay. Maybe. Yes, invest in Arch. I'm telling you guys. Let's go. Billy Gardell of Bob Hart's, uh, Bob Hart Abishola is on tomorrow. Mia Kimes in studio tomorrow hey. as, we, as we just inch that much closer All to the right. start of the season. I want to thank Martin Cove. What a delight of Cobra Kai. I also want to thank Von Miller, Stephen A. Smith and Bob Costas. That'll wrap it up right here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show on our radio outfit. But for those checking us out on YouTube, stick around. We'll take you to the top of the hour to wrap up Tuesday in a moment. 